0: on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels. That's me. And you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at Jessica Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now sit back, grab a journal and get ready to start living with intention. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Today, you are just getting me for a little weekly intention getter chat. And today, I want to talk to you about something that is so close to my heart, and that is traveling while running your business. Now, I know we're in a really strange time in our world, and most of us aren't able to travel. Um, but the reason I want to have this conversation now is for a few things. And the first one is if you're a female entrepreneur, you likely went into business for yourself for a few reasons. One of which was sweet, sweet freedom, right? The ability to work wherever you want, whenever you want, make your hours, make your schedule, do whatever the heck it is you want to do and not be tied down by an office or specific hours or a boss. Um, That was certainly a huge piece of why I became a female entrepreneur as well. Um, And because of that, and because of that decision that I made, I was able to take advantage fully and completely of that freedom. And I traveled for eight months in 2019, um, from April to December. My husband and I, it was a dream of ours to travel the world while working, um, while running a business, to be like a true digital nomad. You know what I mean? Um, and we did it. Uh, we went, we started in Australia, and we went from Australia to Bali to Thailand to Vietnam, Singapore, and then made our way all the way over to Europe and did Croatia, Italy, Switzerland, um, France, Spain, and then Northern Africa for the last three weeks and some of the hardest <laughs> three weeks of the trip. Um, and so I want to talk to you today about how the heck you can start moving toward that whether you want to travel for eight months or a year or you just want to move abroad and travel from there or maybe you want to hop in a van in the U.S. and travel around the U.S. um, if you're U.S. based or maybe in your own country wherever you're listening from and the reason I want to talk about that now is because Yes, we can't travel right now. But that's sort of the beautiful thing because what I what I always want to tell people is that this didn't just happen overnight. We didn't just decide that we wanted to travel and buy a plane ticket. We thought about it, we planned it, we researched, you know, XYZ and then finally, I think it was I we had this idea for a few years, probably two years, to either travel the world or travel the US, but for an extended period of time while we worked. And I had already been running my business and my husband was gonna maybe freelance and join in on the business as well. Um, And then I think we made the official decision, I wanna say in October, September or October of 2018, and we decided to leave April 2019. So from October to April, we were planning. Right? So we have this thing in our mind. And before that, also, we had been talking about locations or where we would really want to go, what we would really want to do. And the reason that I say that is because now is the perfect time for you to plan. Now is the perfect time for that no pressure space where you just get to have fun, research, visualize, explore what it is you would want this experience to look like and start setting yourself up, So when the time is, when we are able to travel again, you can say, okay, I'm ready to buy that plane ticket. So I want to tell you a little bit of the research that we did, a little bit of the process that we went through, so that if this is something you want to do as well, you can start taking those steps. So for us, step one was where do we want to go? So, well, I suppose if you're already working for yourself, Step one is done, right? Work for yourself, be remote, um, be location independent. If you are listening to this and you are not yet location independent or remote or you're only temporarily temporarily remote because of COVID, you're actually, your step one is to start figuring out how are you going to make that shift to remote work? How are you going to start your business or become location independent? Uh, a few tips I can give you around that is to start with the skills that you have. What do you already know how to do that you do well, both soft skills and hard skills? So we're, we're thinking communication, emotional intelligence, in addition to certifications that you have, um, education that you have. What do you already know how to do that you could translate into work, um, into remote work? And then take those things or... Take those skills, build them into what that potential job or role could be, and then start researching. Uh, you could go on a site like Upwork and research for the skills that you have. what what people are coming up? what are they offering? What does it seem like they do? Uh, what skills do they have that maybe you could add into your repertoire to make yourself a bit more competitive? So if you're not yet running your own business, you're not sure where to start. That is one place to start. If you are already running your business, you're already location independent and you are just ready to start making a plan for travel whenever COVID is no longer keeping us in place. Step one is that research, that super fun research that says that helps you figure out, go from where I want to go or where I think I want to go to where makes the most sense. Um, What is easy to get to, or in our case, because we were pretty open with what we wanted to do, we were willing to sort of be flexible. We said, where is it least expensive to fly into? Which flights are least expensive? Which time of the year is least expensive? So for us, we did know we wanted to go to Australia first, but we could be flexible with where we landed in Australia um, and we could be flexible with when we left. And so we found a flight, that was through, um, Alaskan or Hawaiian airlines. I can't remember which one. Um, and they were giving you, a, we got like a better rate for agreeing to do a 24 hour layover in, I believe we were in Honolulu. So because of that flexibility, we actually got this super cool extra little bit, which was 24 hours in Honolulu before then taking the final, um, big flight over to Australia. So your first step is to start researching that, researching flights and researching locations. We knew we were going to start in Australia because we have uh, one of our very best friends. He's lived there for about 10 years and he and his girlfriend wanted to take us all around. And so he said, you just get here and we'll plan the rest. So we knew we wanted to start there and then make our way sort of through Asia and then back over to Europe. Another important piece of that research is looking into the visa stuff. Uh, most places we went, we didn't need to apply in advance for a visa. Australia, we did, and maybe I think maybe Vietnam. I think those were the only places we had to apply for a visa in advance. Otherwise, we were able because we were U.S. citizens and we had a U.S. passport. We were able to get into every other country. Just when we got to the airport filling out like the 30-day visa because we were only staying for 30 days So these are things that you want to start to get an idea of as you're thinking about the trajectory of your travel And maybe even that is sounding a little daunting. So start super slow like put on your to-do list Write a list of places that I really want to visit. What's my bucket list? travel list start there. That's just day one. That's week one. That's this week. Then next week, maybe go, okay, next week I'm going to look at the visas for the first three places that I want to visit. And then just maybe start like a Google doc or something, um, or a note on your phone or whatever is convenient for you and start putting, doing your visa research. Uh, we literally copy and pasted stuff from the visa websites or just took quick notes, like no visa needed, Uh, just if you're there for less than 30 days or apply for visa 24 hours before arrival. Another important thing in terms of entering the countries that you want to keep in mind is that you likely need extra passport photos. And some of them have some interesting like financial requirements. I don't think we ever got asked about that, but some of them said you needed to have like a certain amount of money in your, your bank account to be able to stay for 30 days These are just things that you should think about. Um, And this is the perfect time to be doing this because there's no pressure. You don't need to be working quickly on this. You can really just take your time, slowly develop your list. So eventually you get to a list of places that you want to visit and the requirements for you being there. If you're just going to stay within your country, uh, whether that's the U.S. or some other country, this this might not even be anything you have to consider. So don't even worry about it. You do want to travel to other countries. This is definitely something you need to consider. If you want to stay longer, let's say for every location we were in, we stayed no more than 30 days. In a lot of places, we only stayed for about a week. If you want to stay longer, your next step as well would be to research the visas, the extended visas. So for example, I know Amsterdam, I don't know if they still do, um, but the Netherlands in general, I believe, had a two-year remote work visa available for travelers who are going to be working remote and living in the Netherlands for, um, I believe the period was two years. So there are a lot of those opportunities out there. This is the time that I want you to be leveraging to do your research and maybe broaden out past your bucket um, uh, list of places as well, because maybe some places are better for a long-term stay. And then you can sort of bop around from there So figuring out, do I need a home base and then travel from that home base? And if so, what's the home base? And then how can I, where are the places around that I can get to? Or am I going to do like what um, my husband Ben and I did, which is just move around for eight months. We loved what we did. Uh, I think there's value in having a home base as well. Assuming the home base is in a place where you can do a lot of easy trips uh, so, you're not like, let's say, paying for an apartment or an Airbnb, you know, and not spending a lot of time there because you're traveling to other places. The next step of the research or the next step of the planning is to figure out when, how long, and what do I need to get into place before then. So, you might not know when just yet because a lot of Most countries um, don't quite have a plan yet for tourism in terms of that international travel. Uh, If you're in the U.S. and you want to just travel within the U.S., um, or if you're in your own country and you want to travel right now during COVID, your next step would then, of course, be where can I travel during COVID? What are the regulations for where I can stay and what I can do? And start getting a clear picture of what that actually looks like. So taking that from... Oh, I'd love to do this too. This is exactly what I would need to do to make that happen. This is where I wanna go. These are the regulations I need to follow. You know, I need to get a COVID test here, or I need to uh, plan to quarantine here. So, figuring out those details right now is key. If you wanna travel internationally to other countries, uh, that next step is saying, what do I need to do to get to that point? Do I need to bring on more clients? If so, how many? do I need to get rid of my clients? If so, how many? Do I need to raise my rates so I can work less while I travel? For example, when Ben and I left, we both agreed we we would work no more than 20 hours a week each. And in fact, by the end of the trip, we were both working less than probably 10 hours a week. Because we got to a point where we were really automating things, I had scaled my prices. I was bringing on clients that I knew I could do work with really easily. It was very um, minimally labor intensive and I brought on more support. So maybe time to consider, okay, if I want to travel in a year from now, what does my plan look like to bring someone on, let's say in six months and start easing them in, maybe giving them a few, like a virtual assistant or something, giving them a few small tasks to start with. So when it's time to go full blown into bringing them in to support your business, you trust them, they clearly know what they're doing or not, and you can let them go and bring someone else in. So getting an idea of what you need to do between now and your ideal, let's say your ideal travel time, because at that point you want to work backward. What support do I need? What clients do I need? How do I need to raise my rates? These are all details that now is the perfect time to buckle in and figure out and put a few tasks on your list each week so you're not feeling overwhelmed, but you're slowly taking those small steps to get where you want to go and be able to travel, you know, live the dream as an entrepreneur, the reason why we do what we do, to have that sweet, sweet freedom to go wherever we want to go, whenever we want to do it. So I think that's really, really the process. And I'm And as I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think, would there be something else that I would recommend? Of course, looking at things like budget, uh, how much money do you need to travel to those places? There's such great, there's so much good digital nomad content out there about people who have done this, talking about how much money they spent, how much they would recommend, uh, you know a budget of this much will give you this much, a budget of this much will give you this much. So again, adding that into your research in terms of how much do, can I expect to spend and therefore how much do I need to maintain in terms of revenue from my business each month so that I can be making money and having money to spend and not feeling stressed and anxious uh, because that's the biggest thing for me when we left was I wanted to really truly be able to sink my teeth into travel, but I knew I also wanted to run my business completely. I didn't want to scale back at all. I wanted to keep all clients and then do whatever I had to do to maintain those clients, whether that was bringing more people on or raising rates and maybe losing some people, but still maintaining that same monthly amount, that same monthly income. Um, so you want to make sure you're setting yourself up so that you can truly enjoy and explore and take a day to go tra- to go travel around and Um, Be able to maybe work at night instead of during the day so you can adventure during the day. Uh, So setting yourself up now, getting a clear idea of what that looks like now so that you're able to actually do it the way you want to do it. And you don't have to compromise, at least compromise as little as possible. And that's really it. That's That's the beauty of doing this is... There's actually not a lot you have to do. I think what feels daunting is the mindset piece, right? The piece that, okay, sure, I can do all this research, but like, shit, can I actually do this? Like, can I actually run my business and travel the world or, or travel the country for an extended period of time? The answer is yes. <laughs> but the mindset piece I think is the most critical because that's what's going to stop you from even starting the research. Oh, this is too crazy of an idea. Oh, I'll never be able to make it work. I'll never be able to get my business to that place where I'm able to do that. So now, in addition to these tactical pieces, this research, I want you to start digging into the mindset stuff. If you're feeling those, that sort of resistance, that sort of pushback as I'm having this conversation with you, I want you to sit down, grab a journal, write what's coming up. And as I always recommend, just write words. If you can't think of, if you can't figure out exactly what it is, just write frustrated, doubting. Annoyed, angry, um, you know, uncertain. Whatever it is, write it up, and slowly you're going to start to figure out exactly what those limiting beliefs are that are drop pulling your mindset down, really stealing your power. Because this is, I'm telling you, this is very much within your power to do this. It is not difficult. And Ben and I actually realized once we were like so overly prepared for our first few locations, like we had all the paperwork and we did all the research and we spent so much time looking into it after like our second or third country, which was, you know, a month and a half into the trip, we were like, this is no problem. I mean, we were literally picking locations five days before we went there. So it's really, really not a, not a difficult thing to do once you get into the flow and you understand like, Oh, okay. We just do these few things before each location and super easy to travel Um, especially in Europe, uh, Europe and Asia, it's super easy to travel around. So anyway, the point being, I'm here to promise you that you can, you definitely can do it, but let's dig into why you might be hesitating. Um, another reason you might be hesitating is fear of what other people might say. For me, when we told people we were going to travel, it was always a mix of excitement, judgment, and, um, and, want, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, them wanting to be able to do it. So they would say, oh, man, that's so awesome. I mean, I wish I could travel the world for eight months. And my response was, you freaking can. You can. I'm not special. We just decided we wanted to do this, and we decided to do it. We did the research. We got our mind straight. We didn't ask how. That was mine and Ben's biggest thing. Don't ask how. Just take the steps and trust that the path will follow. Um, And so if you're feeling that way too, um, the question I want you to ask yourself is, why don't I think I can do this? Or why am I afraid of what other people might say? Am I afraid that they might think that I'm crazy or that I'm this big dreamer and how dare she dream that dream? If so, know that everyone's response is a is a representation of them and what's happening in their mind. It is not a reflection of you, your dreams, what you want to do. It is a reflection of them. If you say you're traveling and you get a negative response back, it's likely because you've triggered them. They put their dreams on hold. They want to travel the world and they never got a chance to do it. There are so many reasons why people are going to react negatively to your decision to freaking live out your dreams and do this super awesome thing that most people will live their whole lives wishing that they could do wishing that they did do because they could do it, right? So that's another potential option is what people are going to think. And then maybe just fear. That's another big one. I mean, this is, my husband husband jokes with me that I am afraid of the dark, but I'm not afraid to just go travel the world. Like for me, fear was never an issue. For me, I knew that for sure this was something I had to do. It was in my bones. I had no option. I had to do it in some capacity. I knew I would look back on my life and regret it if I did not So for me that fear wasn't really there, but it's totally normal if fear is there. Yeah, it's gonna be hard Yes, it was difficult navigating traveling the world not speaking any other languages Yes, it was sometimes difficult maintaining a consistent schedule with work and making sure my client work got done Um, yes, it was challenging traveling with a partner Um, obviously I wouldn't have wanted to travel with anyone else, but living in being together 24 7 the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed Living in little, you know, one bedroom or studio apartments. We did airbnbs for our whole trip Was incredible and so insanely challenging at the same time. So yes, of course, there's a lot to be nervous about but My literally my life motto is feel the fear and do it anyway And I want to encourage you to do that to feel the fear and do it anyway At least to feel the fear and start doing the research, right at least take that first step and start thinking about it And if you are really nervous, maybe jumping into some communities some travel communities, um, even on instagram I'm sure you could just like Search hashtag digital nomads and you'll find so many people who are doing this reach out to them ask a few questions Most people are very happy to share their experience, especially travelers, because we're so grateful for the time that we got to travel and the lessons that we learned, and we're always willing to pass that wisdom on. So with that being said, reach out to me. Find me on Instagram, at Jessica Thiefels, and DM me. I'm happy to answer questions for you, happy to help uh, ease some of those fears for you and remind you how powerful you are. You are a freaking female entrepreneur. And if you're not an entrepreneur yet, you're probably thinking about it. And you're probably looking to step more into your power because you're listening to this podcast right now. So those are the steps. If you want to think about traveling after COVID, now is the perfect time. So I want you to get clear on where you want to go. I want you to start doing research. So make your list of your your bucket list destinations then make a list of what you need to do to visit those destinations, whether it is within your own country and you need to consider some COVID regulations, or if it's internationally, once COVID is over, what do you need to do for visas? What stuff do you need to have on hand to be able to stay in that country for whatever period of time you want to be there? And then next, I want you to think about your business. What do you, how, like, for us, we started with hours. So how many hours do you want to work a week? What feels realistic for you to be able to also travel and adventure? I would say no more than 20 hours a week. If you're going to be traveling like we did, where you're bouncing around to a lot of places, if you sort of want to like assimilate into um, one location and maybe live there and then travel on the weekends, you may be looking at a little bit of a different schedule. So keep that in mind. How many hours do you want to work? And then go backward from there. What do you need to do to make sure that happens? Do you need to raise your rates? Do you need to hire someone on? Do you need to drop a few clients? Do you need to rethink what your service offerings are and maybe bring in some service offerings that are more hands-off? Then I want you to look at the financial aspect. How much money do I need to be making to actually make this a reality? Again, that's going to come back to research. Looking up where you want to travel, looking up stories of other digital nomads who traveled, our, how much we spent a month was pretty high. Um, but we weren't, to be honest, we weren't trying to travel on a budget. And we were staying in Airbnbs along the way because it was two of us. Um, it's harder to couch surf with two people. And we knew we were going to be living. We weren't just vacationing. This wasn't for a short period. We, had, we were living our lives. I mean, we went to the gym, every place we went to, we went to uh, the local organic grocery store. Um, So for us, it was important to have that space. So we, so we wanted the Airbnbs to have a kitchen that might be different for you. So that's another piece to think about. How much do I need to spend to have the experience I want to have? And maybe you even sort of tier that as in, if I was willing or able to spend this much, this is what I could do. If I was willing or needed to spend this much, this is what I could do. If this is my absolute lowest budget, this is what I could do. So you have a, you get a sense of what's possible for you because again, that's sort of backing you into what do you need to start doing now to get to the place where you're ready to go later. And then the final piece is of course the most important piece, which is the mindset piece. So what's coming up as you're hearing this, this conversation? What fears, what uncertainties, um, what questions, what is coming up What are those limiting beliefs? And then how can you shift out of those limiting beliefs? So, taking them and flipping them on their head. For example, I'm afraid that people are gonna think that this is crazy and they're gonna think I'm crazy. How can you flip that limiting belief on its head? How can you say maybe people might think I'm crazy, but that's because they're jealous? Or people might think I'm crazy because they wanna do this and they couldn't. And I, by me doing this, I'm actually empowering them to do it themselves because I'm showing them what's possible. Like, how cool is that? How cool to flip from that place of fear of judgment to that place of, oh, actually, I'm going to inspire someone else to do this. I'm going to inspire someone else to live their dream. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, girl. Yes, you are. And I'm so stoked that you're going to do that. We need more women, more people out there that are living their dreams so that everyone else can be inspired to do the same. So that's it. If you want to run your business and travel the world, those are the steps that I would recommend taking right now while we're in COVID, while we have this extra time to think and plan and research and visualize and work on the mindset stuff. So when we are ready to start traveling, you can bust out, get there, start doing what it is you want to do. Because if this dream is within you, if it is in you, it is for you. It is yours for the taking. All you have to do is decide to take it. Like everything in life, we get to choose, right? You get to choose to make this dream a reality. It is so possible. Um, I want you to DM me on Instagram if you have questions about this, uh, if you're excited about it, if this just resonated with you and you're just like, hell yeah, I can't wait to travel again, I wanna talk to you. So make sure that you reach out if you have any thoughts and i will definitely be sharing more about travels how our experiences down the line thank you so much for joining me for this week's weekly intention getter chat and i'm excited to talk to you again very very soon